0: Hello and welcome to another ISIS Energy podcast. My name is Tom wasik Manser, and I'm the editor of European Spot Gas Markets. I'm here with Rob Songer and Douglas Grant to talk about day-ahead prices on the hubs this uh, last few weeks. Um, Doug, let's start with you. Uh, I understand that uh, NCG Day Ahead has been trading unusually at a discount to TTF. Um, can you tell
1: me a little bit about it please? Um, yes, yeah, so usually the NCG contract is about 20 cents higher than the TTF that was roughly the average throughout 2015. Um, but over the last week or so there have been a, a few factors that have led to the NCG contract actually falling below the TTF for, uh, I think five sessions in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, so the principal reason is uh, demand for H gas in the Netherlands. So since growing production has fallen, Due to um, outputs uh, as a consequence of the earthquakes in the region, there's been more demand to convert H gas to L gas in the Netherlands, which has driven up demand for H gas in the country and therefore prices. I see. Um, another short term factor is uh, the fact that there were problems with uh, the network in Germany, which prevented shippers from injecting gas into storage as they wanted to, and they were instead forced to sell gas. I see, okay. Which drove down prices uh, in, on the NCG, of course.
0: Giving that uh, that incentive to, to move gas into yeah. into the Netherlands as opposed to away from it. Um, d- do we think this is going to continue, or is this a is this a fairly short term switch in uh,
1: the usual state of play? Well, those particular factors are quite short term. Okay. Um, there is a third driver, which is the influence of Bergamere on how shippers uh, inject and withdraw. Um, so Bergamere came online. Became fully operational in April twenty fifteen, and in both twenty fifteen and this year, we've seen this um, inversion of the usual NCG premium. It's and a big, it's a big storage unit at the end of the day, it's right? It's a big storage unit, and it adds a lot of demand for injections. And when we didn't have that in twenty fourteen, this inversion didn't happen at all. In fact, the premium, the NCG premium to TTF, went up at this time in twenty fourteen. So, if if that's the main influence on on this price movement, uh, yes, I think we will. Uh, keep seeing this in the future, and possibly for the rest of the summer, given how full German storages are.
0: Interesting. Okay, that's uh, that's a will I'll have to wait and see, and certainly if it continues this summer, and then maybe into the summers in seventeen and eighteen after that. Um, talking of inversions of uh, the day ahead, uh,
2: we've had sort of similar things happening in Iberia. Rob, is that right? Yeah, this is right. And <coughs> excuse me, and it's, it's very unusual. What's happened is the day ahead product. Um, well, in the first case, it's quite unusual for Dayhead day ahead to trade at all at the AOC. Um, so, but when it does trade, obviously, it gives us a snapshot against other markets, and what we've seen very clearly is a discount, in some cases, of almost 40 cents to the TTF. Um, usually the TTF will set prices for markets fanning out from it, um, with a small level of premium being added. Um, So it's generally quite unusual when markets further out come to a discount to the TTF, particularly so in Spain's case, because Spain is really rather isolated from the rest of Europe. Um, Spanish prices have been pretty steady. Um, This is because almost all of the gas that enters the country does so on long-term contracts linked to oil. The The real price we're seeing in Spain has come down dramatically because of falls in oil price in earlier months um, and neither what set current gas prices but um, so i think what we're seeing is the spikes in demand that doug alluded to pulling ttf prices above and in fact uh, market prices linked to ttf above while the aoc um, really didn't react and the reason it's not reacting is in simple terms there's just plenty of gas we're actually uh, where's, where's that gas coming from well lots and lots of gas is coming in from Algeria and this is having um, an effect on the very small link that I alluded to between Spain and the rest of Europe on the French border there's around about 200 uh, gigawatt hours a day of um, capacity and usually flows you know more than half Seventy eighty percent flows from France into Spain have just dropped through the floor and in fact, we're seeing interest in counter flows um, Which which remains because is the AOC is still below TRS. Is, it, is
0: that backhaul or is it physical uh, northbound? It's a bit of both. Okay. We're
2: seeing physical flows um, It's not always clear from the data, but I have been assured that there is physical gas flow. That's really interesting um, but um, because a certain share of the flows from France into Spain are long-term contracted volumes. There's obviously an element of um, backhaul at play as well there when those are reduced to the maximum level possible.
0: That's, yeah, that, I mean, that, that it's, it's interesting to see that sort of state of affairs completely turned on its head. Um, like with, with the German-NTG-TTF uh, relationship, do you think this could continue through the summer or is, there, is, there, is this a short-term factor?
2: well one of my sources recently called it um, a new dynamic Um, I don't think there's any doubt about that we saw um, a little bit of this last year but it it didn't stick around and fundamentally it's because um, oil and gas prices um, still kept prices above hub um, more expensive than hub prices but I think what we're seeing is broadly speaking flat gas prices regardless of the the reference you're using which does suggest that um, these kind of patterns are going to be susceptible, susceptible again in the future if the issues Doug alluded to at Coronigan um, and you know if these continue to be issues rather than short-term spikes but actual um, bottlenecks because of h to g gas then I see no reason why it couldn't happen and the last thing I'll say is that um, I don't think there's too much incentive to really do on the part of traders to do much about it while we're only talking about day-ahead premiums. But um, should this be reinforced and we start seeing a premium on the front month, perhaps the front quarter, um, then this would be really interesting.
0: Yeah, that certainly would be a game changer. Right. Well, I think that just about wraps it up. Wraps it up for us. So. Um, Thank you very much, Rob and Doug, and do join us again soon for another ISIS Energy podcast. Thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye.